you missed our son. He got fired last episode. You want to hit the intro? Okay, intro. Hi. Welcome to the Shoot It Straight podcast. Without our little man squat. He got fired last episode. (laughs) Well, let's let's say he's on probation. He's just going to be out for a, a, a few just for a few, we're gonna test some test some sound quality issues out. By that I mean no more barking in the background of our yes of our set. He has other uh, obligations to attend to right now. It's weird not having him in here. It is a different energy. That's the thing. Like I wonder if I mean maybe people listening probably don't they probably appreciate the lack of his energy <laughs> in the podcast, but. I'm a little bit sad about it. It feels like kind of colder in here now. I know. That's what I'm saying. Without him. It's weird. Well, I'm, I, that's not even with him sitting on me and his body warmth. Like, it's it just, just feels his different. His energy, like, his presence. feels like it echoes in here now, too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he absorbs the Yeah, he the definitely. Sound. We, didn't, we don't need, like, the padded walls when he's in the room. He's He, he vibrates all of it away for us. Yep. I but, mean, anyway... But now you know how I but feel now won't be I interrupted. don't sleep with him at night. Like, if I'm away, it's very bizarre to not have squat, like, in between my legs. Oh, I, I, I can't sleep with him. Yeah. <laughs> I put a pillow in between him and I when we sleep together because he just... Oh, my God. We'll have to do an episode on sleep and how we sleep in our specific sleeping situation. Actually, I think that people would find that really interesting. Oh, that we don't sleep together. We do not sleep together. In the we same sleep, room. We sleep in different rooms. Yeah which we are married and I think we, I, I mean, my sleep quality is awesome mm-hmm. sleeping by myself. Now I, again, I, I guess I don't cause I sleep with squat, which is another thing that like, and multiple but, pillows on each side. Yeah. But it's like having your own environment, having your own temperature, having the amount of blankets that you want, going, turning off the lights when you want, like all of that. Right. Well, that's for another episode for another day. Well, because for us, like by the end of the day, we're super tired and I just, you know, we don't do the, the fun stuff at night. We do that during the day. Yes. And we bedroom. spend a lot so of time like, during the, like, and we spend time together. So it's not like we're avoiding our, like each other all. Yeah. It's like when it's week. nighttime, it's like, I'm going to bed. Yes. We were. You like your podcast. I like yes. a little bit of TV sometimes. Yes. Yes. I love to listen to podcasts. I prefer to like close my, start to close my eyes and wind down listen to like usually something pretty educational. Actually, I don't know why. It's just like when I like to learn and whatever and then you do more of the like watching trash tv or whatever you watch um yellowstone 1883 1923 and mayor of kingstown are not trash tv okay i'm not gonna just throw shade at those shows i'm just not a show person they are great shows now i'm watching something like a documentary but anyways anyway i don't know um so yeah we'll, we'll talk about that because i think maybe like that yeah, that's super interesting for us to dive into and like why it yeah. works for us. Um, yeah, when I was at the vet the other day, the lady called it sleep divorce. Oh, okay. she was like, Oh, that's the thing, I've heard of that. It's called sleep divorce. Oh, I mean, of course, someone probably already came up with a term, wrote a book about it, and made money on it. Blah 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 blah. I mean, all it is is just like going back to probably how we once slept several hundred years ago as normal human beings, like separate from other human beings. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, but yeah, we'll talk about that some other time. Yeah, we'll some other time today's topic is a really good one um it's just something that's i think brought up in the industry a lot um and it's the idea that we get bulky when we lift weights and immobile i think that's an important one to talk about too i think you get a lot of questions from your clients about that Mm -hmm. um 
Maybe not really my clients. It's more of like random people on Instagram. Okay. Like my clients are, I've, I, you know, once you've trained with me for a little while, like I try to educate you a little bit more. So it's sure. people that, you know, maybe don't know me as well. And I maybe haven't like listened to my message as much. Sure. That just kind of look at, oh, that guy's lifting weights. He's going to get huge. And Yeah. Okay. So maybe my, my wording, maybe it's more like the uneducated fitness consumer or, the, mm-hmm. you know, generally speaking, like just sort of one of those myths that's out there. Like, well, you're going to get too big for golf or you're or especially, you know, women, you're going to lift a weight and look like the hawk in three weeks or whatever. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll talk about both all sides of it, I think. And cause I think that'll be important to discuss. Um, and then also why all of that stuff is just really not true. <laughs> how right. far from the truth it is and how hard it is to actually build muscle. I know it's like when I see people that you know say that like, Oh, isn't too much muscle a bad thing. I'm like, okay, well, for one, you don't have that much muscle. And I feel like it's like almost a little bit of an insult to the bodybuilders that are out there that dedicate their entire lives. Like literally like every waking hour of their life is, you know, they're resisting food, they're eating more food, they're sleeping, they're training. Like it's a, a 24-7 thing that they work on. And for someone to like look at it, be like, oh, I'm going to get too big if I lift weights. It's like, you're not. You yes. have, you're totally like, undervaluing the amount of effort that that person put in like like especially the olympias like the the yes. big guys like the ronnie coleman's the arnold schwarzenegger's the jay cutler's like yes. and the people that we know that are competitive bodybuilders like yes. like oh that's gross to look like that's like well for one they don't look like that all the time right that's just like their show like on stage look and we've been around people like that. Like it's a kind of a miserable life yeah. what they put themselves through <laughs> yeah. to look like that. So for someone to say, Oh, I don't want to lift cause I don't want to look like that. It's like, you're, you're, you have no idea. Yes. Yes. And it's interesting. I'd love to like know if people really, and this is where I don't know, but do people really, really, really think that they're going to turn into a bodybuilder or is it an excuse to not like want to put the work and the effort in and they Ooh. want the, I mean, seriously, because I think sometimes we, um, we as human beings, like just will say something to make ourselves believe it or to just give it, give ourselves an excuse to, uh, as for a reason that we're not doing something. That could be a good point. You know, I don't thought of it that way. I just try to think about because, because so you downplay it. It's like, oh, well, I don't want that because that'll make me end up like this. So I'm just not going to do it. Yes. But deep down, I know that that is a tremendous amount of work that I don't want to put in. Yes. That could be, that could be a thing. Totally. I mean, people do that with stuff all the time. You could, in the fitness world, you could put that in like to like, like work, just working harder at their job. Well, I don't want to, I don't want to be, I don't want to do that. So I'd rather just be like this and stay the same when really it's just, they're just making an excuse because they don't want to do the work or they don't want to get uncomfortable or they're, or a lot of people, what I think happens too psychologically is they're afraid. They are afraid of the failure part of it. Oh, I would, I'm afraid that I won't stick to it. I won't, I won't be able to commit to it. And so I'm just going to avoid it altogether. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. I know. Maybe. That's a kind of a mind blown. I'm, I, I don't know. I, that's, that's a good, well, that's again, a good point. Just after working with clients and just hearing all of the things over this last four and a half years, working with hundreds and hundreds of people, you start to like kind of put some pieces together and hear some of the same patterns. And it's like, well, yeah, you know, it's like, it's sort of like the thing too, where people, um, blame their job for everything. And, and that's another one that I was just talking with someone about this week. I forget who I was talking to, but it's like, you hear, you hear from so many 
different professions and different clients. Well, I'm, I do X, so therefore I can't um, stick to my nutrition plan, right? And it's like, well, I'm a nurse, so I can't. Well, I'm a teacher, so I can't. Well, I'm a cop, so I can't. Well, I'm a stay-at-home mom, so I can't. And it's like, okay, so which job is the perfect job? I was like, you know, oh, I know. I remember who I was talking to. It is another, it is another nutrition coach in, in the space. Um, and the reality is for every teacher that says they cannot, there's another teacher out there that is. So it's, mm -hmm. and, and that goes for every single, for every stay-at-home mom. And I'm not saying that there are not seasons of life where we can't apply ourselves or do the work, but it's like, there's for every person making an excuse out there doing what you're doing or, or doing the job that you're doing. There's another one doing the job that you're doing, doing it 10 times better. You right. know what I mean? Well, I mean, that, and that goes for people like in the fitness and maybe even golf space that, you know, it, it, itself, like, right. Like when I was training people at a gym, at a big box gym and working and being in the gym all day long, watching 10 people work out for an hour, moving their weights around, demonstrating exercises. Like, granted, I'm not getting my full workout in, but I sure as shit don't feel like working out. Yep. Um, yep. You know, we are scarfing down food. And like some of the best trainers out there, they're the busiest trainers. Yes. And go 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 spend all day in the gym. Yes. Watch people work out. And then tell me if you feel like doing it yourself afterwards. Totally. It's hard. Totally. And getting interrupted because people know you at the gym. So that's the place mm -hmm. that you work and getting asked questions. I mean, it's it's... And, and same, like I've had a lot of different jobs in my life and you have too. And it's like, I, yes, there were ebbs and flows of different priorities and workouts taking different levels of, of importance, but I've done the 80 hour weeks as an accountant. Mm -hmm. I've done the early morning 5am sessions and 5pm sessions with clients and group exercise and been tired as fuck to do my own workouts because they had to be in the middle of the day. Mm -hmm. You know, I too have been through a lot of health issues and had right. to take time off the gym and had to figure things out and then also learn how to get back on and teach myself how to work out again. So it's like, cool. Ben, like, it's always a tremendous I, amount of effort. It's always a tremendous amount of effort. There will be seasons of life. It is not always easy, but you, you have to choose. You have to choose and decide how much effort and work you're going to put in mm -hmm. like and, and to and to be big like you know the topic of our show today is like it is a ton of work to get big it's a ton of work uh, yeah i mean um i think you know I'm, i haven't really followed bodybuilding in years but i remember like when i was in, like was it, like i've told this before like you know when i was growing up like crossfit wasn't really a thing like you either did like you trained for football you try to be a power lifter or like bodybuilding was like the next thing that was yeah. out there that you could kind of learn about because you know, it's kind of the internet and in it's early days and stuff like that. Things weren't as accessible as they are now. Um, and I remember like bodybuilders, I don't even think they get big enough to go out on stage. till they're like in their mid thirties. Yes. Like it was something crazy. Like Phil Heath, it was like one of the, he's like one of the best looking ones I've seen in a long time. Like he's, I think he's like called the natural or something. Cause his muscles just look so crazy. Like no one has ever really looked like him, how like full his muscles look and all that bodybuilding stuff. But I don't think he won his first one. And I could be wrong. Like again, I haven't followed this in years, but I think he was like 34 years old. Right. Like, and he had been training hard since he was a teenager Yeah. and it took him that long to get that big. And that's all he did. I'm pretty sure. Um, again, I could be wrong. I think he was also a basketball player, but well, yeah, we, we, it was we, a we tremendous amount of time and effort seconds. to build that much muscle. So That's like, right. it's always interesting when I see these people, like they don't understand like that, that much is going to go into getting big Yes. and too big to play a sport like golf. 
Like, no. Yeah, like one of the analogies <laughs> that I've heard, and it's I'm I'm gonna give I'm not gonna give credit because I don't know where it came from, but it's like you know, it's like when you learn how to drive a car. Oh, I'm worried I'm gonna become a professional race car driver. It's like the same thing, mm-hmm. and, you, and again, you could say that about anything. Some of the best golfers out there. When did they start playing golf? They are all like four years old. Well, it'd be, like, it'd, be, it'd be like saying like, you know, to your golf coach, like your swing coach, but hey, I only want to do a couple lessons a week because I'm afraid if I come see you too much, I'm going to be out there on tour beating Rory McIlroy. That's right. Like, That's right. calm the fuck down. Like, calm down. You know, girls are out there. I don't want to lift weights. I'll, 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 I'll get that turtle shell ab look. And it's like... The turtle shell ab look? Oh, yeah. Like I've never heard that. Oh, I mean, girls are like afraid of that CrossFit body. And again... They're, they're looking at the Tia Toomies of the world and the Catrins who are, first of all, beasts mm-hmm. of athletes. Like they're, not, training. they're not even real humans. They're not real. They are. They're, <laughs> like, they're, by the way, yeah, like genetically speaking, there are exceptions to the rules, right? Mm-hmm. In any capacity, we've seen people that are 300-pound football players. Like those athletes are the extreme elite of the elite most likely because they truly were born with like a a different type of body Mm -hmm. right and they ended up in their sport as a result of the body that they were given that that oftentimes is also the truth right Mm -hmm. that's why you see like ballerinas and yoga people are typically already like kind of wafy body types lighter smaller human beings it's not because they do that sport it's the opposite Mm -hmm. they're in that sport because they are that body right basketball players are seven feet tall like what, whatever it is but it's like yeah you're not gonna turn you're not i'm sorry you're worried about having shredded awesome abs and being like eight percent body fat as a female no, like in three weeks because you're lifting a weight or like mm-hmm. trying out something heavy like no right <laughs> the chances of that happening are not never zero mm-hmm. percent chance and like i mean we want to dive deep into their nutrition, but I mean, I think I heard Ben Bergeron, like Catherine's old coach. Now she's with Matt Frazier, but um, he talked about like Catherine would have like one cheat meal a year. Yes. And it wasn't, he was like, and it's not the cheat meal you think it would be. Like right. it was like what I would probably think is just a normal meal. Yes. <laughs> but like that's her cheat meal yes. once a year. Right. You know, like even after she competes in the CrossFit games, like next yes. day she's like back on it. Like, so the, the amount of hard work and things like that, like the dedication, the average person is not even going to come cl- even going to like come close to what these people do. No, it takes a very very long time just like many skills that we get really good at and perfect do. Mm-hmm. And for people to think that lifting a heavy weight for a couple weeks will turn them into the hawk, we only could wish as people that do want to get strong and lift heavier that that would happen that right. quickly, but it definitely definitely doesn't. No. And I cannot stress enough that for the people out there who do see that people that do lift heavy weights may have like bigger muscles or be quote unquote bigger than maybe they would want to be, that it's also just really important to remember and to distinguish that A, it's taken that person a long time to be there and B, they may have a genetic predisposition for like looking that certain way right. regardless be it that they put on muscle like more easily or, or what have you. And that's why they like lifting heavy because they are bigger and able to do so. Right. right. You, like, you know, again, if you're going to be a really good power lifter, you're probably going to have some size. Right. It's just generally like how that works. Mm-hmm. Right. So, you know, the extreme levels of all of these different types of athletes, it's not necessarily dire- the direction that you're going to go doing a program 
for six weeks, eight weeks, even a couple of years. Mm-hmm. So, well, I can kind of talk about like the um, distinguishing like between like lifting heavy for size versus how like a bodybuilder trains. Yeah, yeah. I'd let's definitely so, like, talk um, about like the strength versus like kind of hypertrophy strength, training. Yeah, like hypertrophy, you know, is just like enlargement of muscle size. Strength is actually more of like a neuromuscular thing um, where your body's like sequencing itself to resist the forces and or overcome the forces. Um, so muscle itself like doesn't really realize like how heavy the weight is that you're lifting it actually realizes like the the tension that's being applied to the muscle and that's how it's like stimulated so that's why like a big bodybuilder you will see them doing lighter weight than actually someone that's um you know not as big as they are with not as much muscle mass right they'll bodybuilders actually lift a little bit lighter they'll challenge different things like how they angle the the exercise they're doing they'll isolate their muscles a little more and overall just create more tension on the muscle they'll also take the muscle a little bit more to like it's like you know the fatiguing point that's why they do their bodybuilding splits that's why it's like chest day upper body day back day shoulders all this kind of stuff so they can really like take that muscle like really beat it up and like take it to its full um extent like to fatigue and just apply a ton of tension to that muscle and cause the hypertrophy to to make the muscle grow. Can I share what I heard just yeah. really quick about sure. what, what you're explaining? And, and I, it, it landed on me like so well. I just heard this like a couple weeks ago. Yeah, it's here. It was um, bodybuilders try to make the the weight as he- the lightest weight as heavy as possible. Mm-hmm. Strength athletes or power lifters try to make the heaviest weight as light as possible. Right. And that like was like, light bulb moment for me right. so I just thought I'd share that yeah. yeah so I mean yeah so like that's what they're the bodybuilder is trying to do now that's not what I'm here to coach people on right so like I'm here to coach people on golf and, and being an athlete excuse me and what we are trying to actually do as an athlete is is get stronger and golf is a really a big game of sequencing right like putting getting a proper sequence together in your swing is how you create an efficient and powerful golf swing same thing when we're doing a squat or a deadlift or a press or pull or whatever it is you are trying to sequence how you're going to pull that weight up off the ground mm-hmm. most efficiently so it feels lighter yes. right so can that's and that's a diff, that's a totally different thing than doing it really slow and like creating a ton of tension on your muscles right. so if you train like a bodybuilder cuz the goal of a bodybuilder is to get big you know, like, yeah, you might get bigger, but if you train as a strength athlete, you will still create, you will still build muscle mass, right? As long as your nutrition's in in check, you will still get bigger, just not at the same rate as a bodybuilder gets bigger, but your goal is to get stronger, be efficient. And that's what carries over into the golf swing and to all the other things we do in life and in the gym. So that's what I want people to know, like distinguish there. Like the programs I create, are to make you strong, yeah, which will get you bigger. Cause of course, like, you know, I made a post the other day about the certain ways won't make you as big as a bodybuilder, but I never said it won't make you bigger, right? Like you will get bigger. And um, this person's like, well, I do want to get bigger. I want to do your program because I want to get bigger. It's like, okay, well that's, that'll still happen. Just not at this rate. And I, I show pictures of Arnold and Ronnie Coleman. Like they are just massive freaks of nature, right? And it's like, you won't get that big, but you'll get bigger than you are today. Well, not, not to mention too, like PEDs and all, yeah. all that stuff too. We didn't talk about that. And this isn't going to be a podcast about that. Cause I don't know anything about, all of the different formulas that right. they do, but there are some performance enhancing drugs that they use. Oh, and, the, and the bodybuilders now like are at dangerous levels of, uh, I mean, I think the, the good ones are, and like the, the ones that have the financial 
um, ability to, to, to do it like are under like a doctor supervision and, yes. and do it right. But I mean, that stuff can cost like 20 grand a month. Yeah. It's, um, it's crazy. Like I don't think, and then some of them, you know, that don't are just putting in God knows what uh, amounts of stuff and they, they end up going crazy and like they can die. Like one of the biggest guys out there, I was telling my client this morning about it. His name's uh, his name was Rich Piana. He was like the 5% guy. He's kind of crazy. Um, but I think he died like getting a haircut. That's because he was so jacked and he was like in his thirties. Yeah. Maybe he's older than that, but yeah, you know, yeah. So it can be dangerous levels like the, but anyway, so that's just, that's a totally different. That's, that's when you want to look insane and, and you all, and the only problem with getting too big, like, like these guys are, is that your soft tissue of the muscle actually will kind of get in the way of each other. Right. Like, so if, if you are so big and so muscular that all of a sudden, like for a man, like to, to, you know, have like the pecs are so big and your biceps are so big, like to bring your hands together to grip the golf club and then turn is just impossible because your right. muscles are literally hitting each other. Yes. Like that's a problem. Like that'll, that'll affect your golf game, but sure. no, but again, that's on, it's but unnatural. no one's going to get, it's legitimately yeah. unnatural. So right. That's why it's not going to happen to the person that's just not on PEDs doing yes. insane amounts of repetitions on their chest muscles and whatever the fuck yeah. they're doing. Like that's just, not going to happen. It's not going to happen because your body will just let them not allow it to. Right. Like yeah. you've got to push so hard to look right. like that. Right. So right. The, the typical person, especially doing my programs, there are three total body days, a conditioning day and a mobility day. And like, no, it's, you're not going to get that big. Well, yeah, I think like you mentioned too, like that you, you, you may or will or might quote unquote get bigger when you do strength training. Let's talk about that because I think it's really nuanced. And again, I don't think you necessarily get, get bigger. And again, I'm speaking mm -hmm. to general pop out there and what getting bigger actually means. And so here's what can happen when people do, okay, let's first distinguish the difference between losing weight and losing body fat. And let's just kind of define that right now, like high level. Now, losing weight, weight on the scale, we're comprised of bones, lean mass, our muscles, fat mass, water, lots of water in our body, food mm -hmm. waste, we're, we literally have stuff in our intestines at all times. Um, like not only water and food in our bellies, but also of course this water stores in our muscles, brains, organs, like we are like, that's weight on the scale. Right. Mm -hmm. And so again, like said differently, the person that comes to you and says, I want to lose weight. It's like, okay, cool. Let's chop off your leg. And then they're like, what the fuck? But you're like, okay, cool. Like that helps people visualize. Like, is that what you mean by like losing weight? Like what that's could be, that's how you lose weight. Let's chop off a limb, you know? Mm -hmm. And people are like, what? Obviously, most people, when they say they want to lose weight, means that they want to lose body fat. They, they, we, we cross like pollinate those two, or we, mm -hmm. we misuse those phrases a lot, myself included, like whatever, like weight loss, weight loss, weight loss. Well, we, we want fat loss, probably more than likely you want right. to lose body fat. You don't want to lose weight. Um, unless you're a huge bodybuilder coming off of your giant, whatever game phase, like most people want to lose body fat, losing body fat means you're losing body fat, period, end of story. And when we want to lose quote unquote weight, we want the majority of that to be body fat. Now, when we do weight loss programs, whether, you know, nu nutritionally speaking, when we're eating in caloric deficits, it's pretty hard to only lose body fat. We do mitigate that through nutrition. Mm -hmm. if we're eating a shit ton of protein and making sure that we're eating enough of that, giving our body the signal that like, hey, hold on to your muscle mass. 
And then B, resistance training. Also sending the body the signal of like, hey, I'm resistance training. Like, please continue to grow some muscles slash at least maintain muscle while we're in this fat loss phase, mm-hmm. right? So what happens, I think, though, for people that there's there's a couple of different types of people, right? You have the untrained person who either hasn't worked out in a long t- time or has never worked out, right? For a guy, this could be, what, 20 to 30% body fat, somewhere maybe up, maybe even above 18 for some, mm-hmm. for men, since y'all are a lot well, I think I think 20 <laughs> and above is actually more common than 20 what and people above. Would, and then for women, it's more know. like 25, 26 above. So somewhere between, you know, 26 to plus percent body fat. And again, super generalizing those numbers, right? Mm -hmm. But those people that are untrained and haven't trained in a while or have a low training age are going to respond pretty quickly, what we would call newbie gains to starting a new weight training program, Mm -hmm. right? They're going to have a response that's a little different from basically everybody else, which is that recomp effect that everybody wants to go after, which is putting muscle mass on and the same time we're losing body fat. Mm-hmm. Now, is that fat turning into muscle? No, that's like literally not how it works in your body. But like you can lose the body fat maybe at the same time as putting on some muscle mass. Yes, for sure. Because you're getting those newbie gains. Your body's like got this new stimulus, whatever. You're putting on some muscle mass. You're maybe losing a little bit of body fat in the process. Because as a result of adding on muscle, you're increasing your metabolism. Muscle is extremely expensive tissue. Hence, when you have it, you tend to be like a little bit hungrier. Your metabolism tends to be a little bit faster, right? Um, and so you can, so you, so you lose, you lose like that little bit of body fat. That's like the, what everyone's always after. And again, like for people that are not as trained and are coming into a new training program, you can get that effect for a little bit of time, not forever, but for a little bit of time. The other people are the people that are, have trained for a long time and maybe they've done only hit training and only endurance training and only car, whatever, cardio training. And those people can sometimes, well, sometimes experience the effect of maybe gaining weight in general, if they're backing off their cardio, backing off their endurance training and starting to do a little bit more weight training. And again, you can speak to like your clients and what you experience in this too, but what, what tends to happen with those people is that they're, they're so used to doing like so much exercise all the time for seven, eight, nine hours a week of Mm -hmm. just like high intensity exercise that, yeah, like their overall energy output or their calorie burn quote unquote throughout the week will adjust a little bit because they're doing a little bit less of that high intensity, whatever stuff that's really just calorie burn. And again, I want to get back to fat loss versus weight loss with that because those people that are doing more endurance and doing more cardio are not necessarily keeping on a lot of lean mass. They're just kind of maintaining their body weight versus when they start doing weight training and they might be putting on a little bit of mass in general because they're not expending as much energy, but the mass that they are putting on is probably more likely lean mass if their nutrition is dialed in. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So it, it, anyway, like, I guess what I'm trying to get at is like there is nuance in what is happening in the body. And this is where body composition comes into play and why it's important that we talk about that 
and people go and they look at, like, I know that there's like, you know, now there's scales that exist at home for people to get that data. I don't think that stuff's super accurate. We recommend DEXA scans for people that really want to understand what their body composition is from an accuracy standpoint. In-body scans are kind of trash, whatever. I tell people if they're picking a method though to like stick to it, meaning if you're going to get an in-body scan, you have to do it the exact same way, the same time of day. You know, you have to be careful mm -hmm. with how much water is in your body. And when you work out around those scans, which is why they're largely kind of inaccurate. But if you're going to pick a method, stick to it, stick to the same time of day, whatever that you're taking it and look at the trends over time to see like sort of where, which direction that you're headed in mm -hmm. because anyway, then, then that person is able to sort of take what their body composition is and seeing, Oh, am I losing any fat mass? Am I gaining lean mass? You know, even if I've put on five pounds, but four pounds of that is muscle, that's bad ass. Like that's what you want. Right. It's not necessarily a bad thing to see the scale increase if that means you're actually putting on lean mass, if you're getting stronger in the gym, there's a lot of ways without even measuring using any type of scan. Are you getting stronger? Are your lifts going up? Are your clothes fitting different? Like maybe the scale's gone up four or five pounds, but you're actually like slimmer in the waist, like those types of things. It's just important to distinguish because like we might see the scale quote unquote going up over time, adding weight training in, but it could just be that, we're putting on lean mass and our muscles are getting a little bit bigger and in the process, potentially losing some body fat too. Um, but we, we need to understand that there's a nuance and there's a difference between all of those types of things. Do you have anything to add to that? No. Oh, I think that was everything we needed there. Oh, <laughs> you're looking uh, at me like with your eyes. I'm like, was that not clear? Cause I no. want to make sure that it was just a lot to digest. Yeah, I mean, I just, it, it is. And that's why there's so much nuance and that's why it's important. And that's why we're talking about this. Right. And so when a, when a, when someone comes to me and says, I've, I've, I'm gaining weight, I've gotten a little bit bulky or whatever. And it's like, well, what's actually happening in your body? And then the second part of that is what's happening in your nutrition too. Because also we've had clients where they're like, dude, I start lifting weights and I get hungrier. So I eat more. Right. Oh, I, um, you know, I'm eating more protein, but I'm not, ma I'm not measuring my other macros. So like, is your actual calorie intake going up as a whole? Mm -hmm. I've had that happen with a lot of people. Well, I'm eating more protein. Okay. Well, where are your other macros? Well, I, I haven't really, I'm not really looking at those either. Right. Well, if you're eating 2,800 calories of carbs and fats, and then all of a sudden you only add proteins and, but now your, your calorie intake as a whole is up to 3,500 a day or what, whatever. Mm -hmm then you're eating more food and you're getting bigger because you're literally eating more food, right? right. Or you're, you're gaining lean mass, but you're also gaining fat mass at the same time because you're not tracking your steps or you're working out and doing your weight training five times a week and you're not moving throughout the day and you're not getting your body up and moving around. You're just eating a bunch of food mm -hmm. or whatever it is, right? So right. there's like all these different scenarios where, yeah, like the scale might be going up, but it's like, it's more than just the fact that you just lift, you're lifting weights. There's right. a lot more to the story. Right. So, very good. <laughs> so, um, I mean, I, you know, one of the things that people are, are concerned with, right, is that, that too much muscle means that they are going to be immobile. Hmm. Right. So, I kind of want to talk about that. Like, you know, like, yeah, if you're putting more muscle mass on your body, you know, like, 
are you actually going to lose like mobility and, and flexibility and things like that? And like, that's kind of a concern. So like, yeah, your body composition. And what I've always found is like, interesting is like, yeah, people do come up to me and they're see me on the golf course or something like that. This hasn't happened in a while. People are I think kind of getting the, the idea, but used to be like, I remember when I, when we lived in Austin, I got on the golf course and someone would be like, don't you need to go find a bench press and shouldn't you not be out here swinging a golf club? Like thinking that because I had muscle that I wasn't going to be, um, you know, able to, to swing. Right. Which is interesting to me when this person's like, uh, you're, you're too big to play golf. And I was like, I'm 165 pounds. I know. I you're, think- you're too, you're 250 <laughs> talking to me. Like you, you're 30% body fat. Like, yes. you know, let's, yes. let's think about that for a second. Like I'm too big to play golf. Like you're 50 pounds overweight, bro. Like, hang on. Let's, let's think about this for a second. Who is actually going to be more capable of a good golf swing? Someone that doesn't have a bunch of excess fat mass on their body versus someone that has lean muscle, right? Cause muscle itself is, is pliable and flexible. I can move just fine. That's right. You know, like you're the one that has to move around that belly. Like let's not to mention how so let's think about that. squatting and deadlifting makes you when you actually learn how to do these movements. We talked about that before, right? My mobility doing weight training, like tenfold better than before I did weight training. hundred yeah. percent. Like, and so that's always been like a, a funny thing to me. And it's, and the people that do, and like, you know, I don't want to sit here and like, you know, say like, these are the type of people that say this and that, but, um, you know, it's our show. We can say whatever we want. Uh, <laughs> but you know, typically these people that say like, Hey, I don't want to get too big or this or that. I'm like, you need to worry more about losing some body fat That's right. and gaining muscle. That's right. Before you ever dream about getting too big That's right. from muscle. Cause you're already too big with fat. Yes. You know, so like, let's get a scan. Let's yes. worry about that. Let's, let's worry about getting our body composition in a better place before you ever think that you're going to have too much soft tissue muscle. Yeah, that's right. And so I think, I think he hit on a couple of good, good points there a minute ago. It's like, um, cause body composition is usually how people want to look. Right. So I saw someone on Instagram. I can't remember who it was. Someone that like has a pretty good following, like knows their stuff and said something the other day about creating, about building thick muscle. Mm, and I was like, I was like, what the fuck's a thick muscle? <laughs> oh no, that's a new like, one. Yeah, like that, that, that was a new one for me. Like the long and lean, I've heard that one a lot. And well, let's talk about that one here in a second. But yeah, thick. I was like, thick. What what makes you thick? And like, you know, she's she's a it's a female. So I was like, so she's talking about her butt, it's talking about her legs. Like, what is it? Is what are the thick muscles and what are the thin muscles? Like, that's a I'd love to know. I'd love to I'd love to know which one I'd love to know which one that is. <laughs> And, um, so like the long and lean, like, let's just abolish that. Let's just fix that one real quick. So like people always like, Oh, I want these long lean looking muscles, right? Like, so your muscles like have connection points. They don't change. Muscle is one size. It's, it's lean no matter what, what looks bulky on you is it could be your genetics, but it's usually you have some body fat too. And that's well, how you look bulky. You can't change the shape of your, like, I want, can't longer, change the I shape. want longer legs too. Like I want my legs to be two inches longer as well. Like that is literally fucking impossible as fuck to do. There's yeah. nothing that, I don't even think you can do a surgery for that. Like yeah. I just, there's nothing that I can do about that. Right. You cannot change the size of your femurs. Right. Like I'm like, five foot six. I'm short. <laughs> I have short, like I have a short distance between my shoulder and my elbow. I have a short distance between my knee and my hip. Yeah. Like that's why my muscles look so big. Cause yes. like. I'm compacting all the all this strength and, and muscle hypertrophy that I've developed over 22 years of lifting yes. into this very short frame. I'm only five seven on a good day. Yes. Right. And um, so, like, that's why I look like I have more muscle than somebody. I'm only weigh like 175 pounds today. That's right. And this is the biggest I've, I think I've ever been in my life is right now, and it's taken me 22 years to get this big. That's right. So, 
for again, like coming back to that, like it's just not, it's just not going to happen. It's, it's just not going to happen. It's not, you can wish it all you want, but it's just not going to happen. You are not going to get too big into a mobile. Like, um, who was it? Like our, our physical therapist in, in Jupiter, like he was a big bodybuilder, but he talked about all these like ways, all these ways he can move. I think he said he could even do the splits. Oh, he was like a competitive, well, he was an awesome athlete. He was a competitive CrossFitter, which we, again, CrossFit yeah. can get, we can, pluses and minuses all day with CrossFit, but like they promote mobility. They, like, yeah. at the, the, the best CrossFit athletes are fucking mobile as shit. Yeah. Obviously they can do Olympic lifting, like all of that stuff. And those are the most and they're mobile jacked. athletes and they're jacked and strong. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, shout out to Jeff. I know we've talked about him quite a bit because he's sort of my, he's like, my more recent knowledge of like some of the bodybuilding community. Cause again, yeah. I, don't, I don't know much about it, but I mean, yeah, like he's a perfect example. And he golfed. Remember he said he went like d did around not too long. Not well, he's the one who actually told me that, you know, he's, he's gotten too big to where he can't yeah. hold the club. Yes. And he, right. but he's big. Like it took like, he's a very big guy. To big to say that you can't swing a golf club. Like yeah. whatever. Um, he was like talking about creating a golf club or maybe I brought this up with him. Anyways, if this becomes an idea, I should, damn it. I should patent this. But anyways, it was like having two handles. Cause like he couldn't quite get his, <laughs> hands like if you can't see me like on if you're listening to this like you know try to put your hands together out in front of you like you grip a golf club no, and then make it two that. grips we don't want like that. i was like is that what he'd have to like end we up with because he still be he still had plenty of mobility yeah. he was just too big i mean too too big for golf it's big for he's where he wants to be for what he's doing um but for putting grabbing that tiny little golf club in between with with your massive arms and yeah. chest like it just yeah. wasn't anyway anyway um I think also one thing that's important to talk about just from the nutritional side of things um, to drive this point home too, for those that are out there, just men and women, honestly, that are like still quote unquote afraid to see this, the scale be this certain number that they maybe haven't seen before, especially when you are putting on lean mass. A, a, I understand why it can be like triggering or tough when you know that like at 180 or two you were too big and you experienced that weight or whatever that weight was for you quote unquote and a point in your life where you maybe weren't your healthiest and you felt like you had too much body fat or whatever to then for your coach or your trainer to say you should put on some size or you should put on some lean mass to, to then see that scale number again pop up just know that to your point 15% body fat 180 is a lot different than 30% body fat 180. Right? right. And so I get it that like the scale can be this thing for people or they, we all have numbers in our heads of like, again, where we've been at, Oh, you know, when I was in high school and I was this and I was shredded, like I, whatever. And men and women both do this. It's like, cool. But like, try your best to remove, remove that mindset a, because bodies are going to evolve and change throughout our lives. I don't know, name like one human being whose body doesn't fucking evolve over their life. Like we are way different at 18, we're way different at 28. Like we evolve big time because that's just how the human body functions, especially women like hello, like birthing children and the whole thing and all of our hormones. Like there's a lot of change that happens, but men as well. So kind of like remove yourself from that. Um, and then again, also like one thing we've talked about is like focus as much as you can on your other markers like performance and mobility improving and being less injured and 
the list goes on and on and on and on and on of like once you start just lifting weights and getting strong and, it, and that part doesn't take decades it's pretty right. quick on how much and you've had people in your program already three weeks in or finish one of the, your 12-week programs over this off season already be like cool i'm literally hitting the ball faster or swinging my club faster sorry hitting the ball faster right <laughs> noob it's fine. over here we know what it means well um, like and I, 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 it doesn't take long like for the way I program for people to like in like in a few weeks talk about better mobility and yes. strength and yes. the, and body composition. Yes, you can have it all. Yes, you literally you know, can. You know, it, it, if you go beat up your pecs with a bunch of pec flies and bench presses and incline presses and um, cable, you know, whatever the fuck, you know, bodybuilder workout. Yeah, your chest is, and shoulders are going to be tight, and you're going to lose mobility. Yes, duh. Right. But if you train your entire body with mobility in the in the programming and full ranges of motion and functional lifts, like, and they're yes. not beating you to death with them, like yes. they're just sprinkling in there at the. Well, I don't want to say sprinkled, but programmed in there at the with the proper amounts to get you a stimulus, but not you know beat you up completely. You can have all these things. Yes. You know, and it, you know, it's just it's a different style of training. Different style of training, different mindset than what we've been told for decades. It doesn't, and again, the bodybuilding community is awesome in so many respects, and it's taught a lot of people, you know, to get into the gym and at least do some resistance training, right? At, mm -hmm. at large, like there's there's been many positive effects I think that bodybuilding has had on like the fitness community, but at the same time, it doesn't have to be about going into the gym and doing bodybuilding splits yeah. and doing it just and to have it look a certain way. It can actually be, we can go to the gym for performance and to feel better and to improve our health and right. to get better at our sport. And I mean, again, like I don't want to knock the bodybuilders, but bodybuilding workouts are kind of easy. Like it's easy to go in there and do some chest flies. It's easy to go in there and do some bicep curls. Yeah. You know, those are fun. They're easy. Like, you know, it's hard, heavy squatting, mm -hmm. jumping, Doing doing your mobility work that's not that much fun. Um, doing the proper multiplanar movements that get you moving correctly for the game of golf that are that are you know outside of your comfort zone. That's hard. Yes. The I, I, you know if you're a bodybuilder, I would imagine that going to the gym is the fun part about being a bodybuilder. The hard part about being a bodybuilder is the nutrition and being the, the super like strict on your diet it's it's part. the rest yeah. of your it's the rest yeah, yeah. of your life going in the gyms the yeah. definitely the heart and i'm not not to discount that they go, don't go in there and try hard and put in their work because they do but some of those exercises are are fun and sexy and you know and i want people to get in there and train like an athlete because we have you know different goals 100 percent, 100 percent, and um and yeah no that's not a knock on the bodybuilding community that's like their that's their sport like it's a different niche and i think that people like again like just going to the gym and lifting weights doesn't put you in that niche of bodybuilding or mean that you need to go do these single joint whatever arm exercises all day but um yeah like it's their sport and it's um certainly more of a lifestyle thing too for them than most other average people or even just athletes that are going into the gym for million different other reasons right um so yeah i think um the last point to maybe drive home that i wanted to touch on and again i'm bringing up nutrition a lot because i think nutrition matters here in this conversation is that remember to also take into consideration your diet when it comes to this whole bulky and lean conversation because what happens to, again, with people that start working out is they think that they can kind of eat whatever they want and 
put whatever they want in their body. If you want to improve your body composition just as a whole, I swear to God, without even tracking, if you are mindful of eating whole food protein and eating enough of it every day, which again, we've talked about this, but I will never not talk about this. It's like Mm -hmm. if you're eating a gram of protein per pound of your goal body weight or your lean body mass, and you're eating a good amount of whole fruits and veggies and whole grains, rice, sweet potatoes, whatever, and you're doing that every day and not eating garbage, <laughs> like you will improve your body composition without, mm-hmm. without even touching a weight, by the way, like literally. You but, will improve your body composition if you are taking care of your body, likely consuming less alcohol, sleeping mm-hmm. pretty good, sleeping better than where you're sleeping now if you're not a good sleeper, work on your sleep. These are the things that help us improve our body composition, reduce inflammation, make us feel better so that we do feel more energized for our workouts and it's for our everyday. And so we can go for walks or play with our kids or whatever. Um, It's an important thing to remember that and not to put so much emphasis on what is happening in the gym, no matter what your training program is. If you are not putting good food in your body, you are not going to have that many results at all on your body composition. And we right. just said that about bodybuilders. I just, we just said 98% of their work is outside of the gym. And it pro- that's probably true. Right. Maybe 97%. Yeah. Because it's their bodybuilding and bodybuilding is nutrition. Right. And it is sleep and it is whatever the fuck else that they do. I don't know. Cause again, not a coach, but right. And if you do want to change your body composition and get bigger, you have to put in the work. You have to go in there and you have to try hard. You have to progressively lift more weights. You have to progressively work on your form and your technique and move efficiently. Like you have to do all these things to, to get there too. To, yes. And then give your body the, the fuel it needs yes. to repair and recover itself to get to those goals that you want. 100%. Yes. And the boring work. You posted about this recently. You posted, or you posted this a, a lot, but sorry, but like, you're going to just have to keep squatting and doing that same movement a couple times a week for a really long fucking time, like right. forever. And, and, and like, I know you said that like bodybuilding is, is easy. And I think that sometimes like weight training can be, um, it, it can be boring. Like the stuff that works is really basic and boring. We hear that from like some of the most, like some business leaders, like Hormozy that we follow, like most of the day that of, of a billionaire or a millionaire or a really successful business owner is boring, is doing the boring ass shit over and over and over right. and over and over and over again. I know it's like so annoying, but it's so true. Right. You know, you, I mean, the, the biggest fault I think that a lot of like with, with clients that we've seen or people that go and start a program is that they stop. Mm-hmm. It's that they stop six weeks, six, even the, even after a year, they're like, I'm going to go hop and do something else. It's like, ah, like keep going. Like if you really want to be doing something again, this stuff takes a long time. And so you really have to see it through and like give it the, uh, do the boring work, do the boring work. It's tough as a coach because, um, you know, people have got a kind of accustomed to being entertained. Yeah. Um, in everything in every aspect of our lives. Right. Like, um, there's not a point in your day where you're not doing something that's stimulating, True. right? Unless you just choose not to. Um, so it makes it really challenging as a coach to drive that home to people that you do have to do the boring work. You do have to do the same stuff over and over and over again. Because if I program something and then you don't see it again for six weeks or never again, it was basically pointless. Um, you're not going to progress it. You're not going to, especially with 
um, like the big strength training movements, like a squat and a deadlift. Like we ha- like go back to like the very, very beginning what we talked about is like strength is part of this sequence that we're developing when we move a weight around. And if you don't practice that, just like you don't, you practice your golf swing or your putting stroke or something like that, like you wouldn't just practice it today and then go hope for the best, you know, weeks later, which it ha- that's what people do. But, you know, yes. like that's not what you want. You know, that's not going to get you the best results. So we do the same thing in the gym. Yeah. Right. Like if you go out there and, you know, is that if you I'll just use putting, for example, if you have like a straight six foot putt, eight foot putt, whatever it is, and you sit there and drain a hundred of those a day, when it comes time on the course to make that putt, you're, you're going to feel a lot better about it. It's like, you know, just getting better and better at your movements. Like the next time it shows up in your workout, you're going to feel confident. You're going to put more weight on there. You're going to move it better. And it's going to do all these things that we've talked about. Like it's going to help you build more muscle, more strength. And then when you leave the gym, if you go put the right nutrients in your body, you're going to get everything you want. Yep. Yep. It's a big, so, it's, it's, a, it's, a, but it's discipline, right? Like, and, and yeah. that's kind of like a, you know, I, I, I feel like I've been seeing a lot of posts lately about balance in your life or living this like certain lifestyle, like whatever the percentage that people are throwing out there is like, you know, these 60, 40, 70, 30, 80, 20, like lifestyle or whatever. It's like the greatest out there don't live a balanced lifestyle. So I don't know where I was going with that, but. Well, I, my favorite thing, my favorite thing to say, um, around that topic kind of related is, um, you can have it all, but you can't have it all at the same time. Right. So, and that's not to say, and again, this is back to seasons of life, but be realistic with your expectations. Just be realistic with your expectations. If you, if you want to give like 25% to four things, then like, just know that you're going to get 25% of the output from those four things. And that's, that right. can be literally okay. Like, right. like literally that can be okay. But if you want to be a badass bitch at your career or whatever the fuck, and you want to put 95% of your life into that, then do that. Right. Like do that. Right. Like end of story, full stop. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, no, I was don't going get with that. mad at yourself for the other things in your life not going so well. Like we have to decide. And, right. so, and it's not an easy decision sometimes. And sometimes it's like, it sucks to like have to like sacrifice or whatever, but you just have to decide and right. commit to whatever it is that you're, that you're doing. And you, you can't get mad at the fact that, oh, well, I, I had, I, I'm trying to get up in my career. I'm also like a mom to three kids or, you know, and I also want to, like lift weights and be better at golf all this, the next six months. Like, like that's what people do. And then they get pissed that it's like not working. And it's like, well, no shit. You're setting yourself up for failure. Mm -hmm. Pick one, right? pick one thing. That's the whole, like, yeah, that's the whole balance thing where it's just like, shut the fuck up. That's, that's not a thing. Right. Oh, I know where I was going with that now. It's like, you know, most people are, are, are looking for this balanced lifestyle, right? Like I'm going to work hard. I'm going to relax. I'm going to play a little bit and I'm going to do this and do that. But then they're comparing themselves like, you know, when I post these videos or, or things like that, where people are like, oh, I don't want to get too big to play golf. And it's like, okay, to, in, order, in order to get too big, you're going to dedicate your entire life to this. Right. In order to be as good as Rory McIlroy or Justin Thomas, you're going to have to dedicate your entire life right. to playing golf. Like a uh, lot. You, you're not going to, I mean, you know, the, like the, the big bodybuilders, they're in the gym. I would have to say four hours a day, something like that. They, they probably do two a days. Right. Right. Um, they live and breathe it. Right. Professional golfers are on the golf course all day long, every day of their lives. We're not, most of us aren't going to do either one of those things. Right. <laughs> so again, like, it's, it's back to the whole, like I took one econ one-on-one class and now I'm fucking Ben Bernanke. It's like, okay, everybody slow the fuck down. Right. Like it's not going to happen. And so we, I think we've come full circle in this conversation. Yeah. Um, and I think we've hopefully made our point, but you are not going to get too big by lifting weights 
Or a mobile. Or a mobile to do anything and especially play golf. Correct. <laughs> Correct. And remember, we're out here preaching lifting weights because it's what we believe in. It's what we've personally experienced. We've experienced a lot of the things and tried a lot of the things. And the reason that we're talking about these things is because we've also done the other shit mm-hmm. and the fatty things. Fat, fatty, not fatty, but fatty. Quotes. Right. Right. Especially when it comes to like nutrition, the workouts, the group apps, the yoga, the spin, like uh, we are we are not immune to it. We've done the things and we're just out here trying to tell people and help people that maybe are in that race right now of trying to figure out what works for them. And we're just trying to help, help y'all be the most efficient with your time and your training and mm-hmm. just always keep it real and tell it like it is. Right. And like, you know, with, with my programs, like people are th- thinking that they need to add more mobility because they're working out. My workouts already, every single one of them already has mobility in it. Yes. Don't need to add anything. Right. The workouts are programmed so you can still move even better. Yep. And build muscle. Yeah. And play golf. Yes. Do your warm-up sets. Mm -hmm. Work up to your heavyweight sets. That's your that's your warm-up. That's your mobility. Right. And you have good mobility days programmed in your which I think are very comprehensive and really good. Yeah, people we've we've gotten a lot of good feedback and uh we're over fifty subscribers now. The only people on the only golf program on train heroic that has over 50 subscribers. Yeah, that is cool. In just a couple of weeks. So we're, we're pumped and, and and we appreciate the feedback that we've been getting. The circle community is going really well, which Mm -hmm. is cool. And hopefully you guys are enjoying our podcast and they're enjoying your ebook. Oh, good. Yeah. The ebook, the The eat to perform people have um, talked about that and they're good posting their pictures of food. I love that that I haven't reposted because like, I don't want to repost a bunch of pictures of food. So sorry, but, uh, (laughs) maybe I should. Yeah. Let's tag Erica. (laughs) No, I'm not going to tell people what to do with their social media. It's annoying when, when people do that, but, um, (laughs) you can tag me if you want. Tag Erica in the food. Tag. I do. I actually do like that stuff. I I do. I, 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 but I have been getting like a lot of them and like, I'm like, okay, that's, that's, Oh, see, I actually really do like it because I love Send, like I love when people send me like I'm big about eating like dinner for breakfast you know I eat mm-hmm. meat and veggies for breakfast and I love that like when people like think of me when they're eating meat and veggies like I really do like yeah that makes me feel good about me oh I, I like I like comment back and like say like oh awesome good work or yeah, something like no, that that's but cool to see. It's I, cool I don't to repost see that. It's all cool the time just be and like, I also like when people send me like it's 9am and I'm eating a pint of ice cream and I'm like fuck yes to that too like I'm here for I'm here for the things that are like on brand um, so anyway, with that, our long formed, mm, long cream. winded discussion, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> we're going to go to Dairy Queen later, um, on all things, getting bulky, but not really getting bulky when training, hopefully, um, guys, I would love to hear about like what people thought of this episode, but you know, if you have comments or feedback, hit us up, subscribe to our newsletter. You can easily reply back to that. Um, you will get one of us on that email. Mm-hmm. obviously Cody Westcott golf Instagram. And then of course, following your link tree to all of our current programs, our latest and greatest team program, lift heavy swing fast, which again, 50 plus subscribers two weeks in, which is exciting. So yeah, when this comes out, it might be, we could be at a thousand. It'll be a lot. It's growing. <laughs> it is growing really fast. So thanks everybody for listening and we'll catch you soon. Thank you.